footage now from National League Field in Boston, where the fourth All-Star game of history will begin in about 15 minutes. For the past hour or so, the great stars of the baseball world have been performing to the delight of the thousands of fans who have jammed the beehive to witness today's clash between the electric stars of the National and the American League. Boston has taken on a World Series atmosphere with cheering fans greeting their baseball favorites from all over the country with a frenzy that's characteristic of this good old baseball-loving city. Not just the World Series of 1914 at this field, now called National League Field, but still called Braves Field by the Diet and the Wolf fans, well, not since then has this time been so covered with big names in baseball. Early this morning, the fans began to arrive, and with a day that couldn't be any better, the All-Star game will make another historical chapter in the series. The proceeds, as you know, are for needy ball players, and a good sum will be realized for these men who contributed to the game in other and better days. This afternoon, the fields, uh, the bleachers are still vacant in a good many sections, so that there's still a chance for a good many fans to come out here and get seats for the game. The grandstand, of course, has been reserved, will be filled at capacity by game time, but there are still plenty of seats out there in the bleachers, uh, many vacant spots being noticed by our, uh, those of us who are in the booth here atop the grandstand. And this attendance now, which I think would approximate about 28 or 30,000, you think that's a fair estimate, Fred? 28 or 30,000, uh, compared this way with the attendance of the previous All-Star game. Bruce was in Chicago in 1933, where the idea of the game, by the way, was originated by Art Ward. The attendance was close to 50,000. In New York in 1934, there were nearly 49,000 fans. And in Cleveland last year, almost 70,000 fans watched the leading players of both leagues. So far, the stars of the American League have won all the star games. And here's the start. The results of the past 12 star battles in 1933 at Comiskey Park in Chicago, the American League has won by a score of 4 to 2. Four runs, 12 hits, and one error. The National All-Stars, two runs, eight hits, and no errors. At that time, Hallahan, Wanaki, and Hubble, and Wilson, and Hartnett, and Gomez, Crowder, Grove, and Rick Farrell were on the mound and catching his back. In 1934, at the Polo Grounds in New York, the American League is again won by a score of nine to seven. Nine runs, 14 hits, and one error. The National League is seven runs, eight hits, and one error. And the batteries, Hubble, Warnicky, Mungo, Izzy Dean, Frank House, and Hartnett, and Lopez, Gomez, Ruffing, Harder, Dickey, and Cochran. In 1935, at the Municipal Stadium in Cleveland, the American League is again won, this time by a score of 4-1, to one, 4 runs, 8 hits, and no errors. The National League has 1 run, 4 hits, and 1 error. Walker, Schumacher, Derringer, Izzy Dean, and Wilson, and Hartnett, Gomez, Harder, and Hensley with the bat. And now, plenty of the fans are out here today hoping for a National League win. Advancing the idea that Charlie Grimm will make it a ball game with plenty of fight in it rather than a parade of stars before the fans, they expect to see the National League as avoid the fourth defeat in this all-star series. Joe McCarty, the American League manager, substituting for Mickey Cochran, is said to be inclined to the feeling that the game should be considered an exhibition game and that plenty of substitutions should be made in order to give the fans a chance to be their favorite. More than two million fans have made the selections of the players and each manager has added to the results of the polls his own selections of additional players. And here is the squad as it is out here at National League Field today for the American League. In the outfield, Joe Maggio, New York. Earl April, Cleveland. Bruce Dawson of Detroit. George Selkirk, New York. Ray Radford of Chicago. Ben Chapman of Washington. Infielders, Charlie Geringer of Detroit, Luke Appling, Chicago, Frank Cassetti of New York, Lou Gehrig of New York, Jimmy Fox of Boston, Boston Red Sox, and Frankie Higgins of Philadelphia. 
Sisters left the Grove of Boston, Vernon Kennedy of Chicago, Mel Harder of Susan, Vernon Gomez of New York, Marty Carson of New York, and Schoolboy Roy of Detroit. Catchers Rick Farrell of the Red Sox, Bill Dickey of the Yankees, and Riley Hensley of St. Louis. Manager, as I told you, will be Joe McCarty, who's substituting for Mickey Cotton, and Joe Cannon, the Red Sox manager, will be a coach along with Arthur Fletcher of New York, with a trainer for the American League squad, Scott Peter of New York. Now, here's the National League squad, uh, as it will fit in the dugout. Outfielders, Joe Medrick, St. Louis, Mel Art, New York, Wally Berger of Boston, Augie Galan of Chicago, Frank Summary of Chicago, Joe Moore of New York. The infielders will be Bill Herman of Chicago, Aki Vaughn, Pittsburgh, Jimmy Collins, St. Louis, Leo DeRocha of St. Louis, Lou Riggs of Cincinnati, Gus Sewer of Pittsburgh, Joe Martin of St. Louis, and Arthur Whitney of Connemac team. The pitchers will be Dizzy Dean of St. Louis, Kyle Hubble, New York, Kurt Davis of Chicago, Van Mungo of Brooklyn, Lon Warnicke of Chicago. And the catchers will be Gabby Houghton of Chicago and Ernie Lombardi of Cincinnati. Charlie Grimm will manage the National League squad, and the coaches will be Bill McKechnie of the Boston Bees and Jimmy Wilson of Philadelphia. Trainer is Andy Lockshaw of Chicago, and the umpires for today's game will be Bill Stewart, John R. Ridden, William Summers, and Louis Cole. And Fred Orr, when he gives you the play-by-play description, uh, will give you the starting lineup as it is announced for the beginning of the game this afternoon. There goes the cheer from the crowd and the applause as that comedy man of baseball, Al Jack, uh, comes out to a square ring, which has been five fighting rings, which has been uh, just put up uh, just on the third baseline. And Al, with his, uh, uh, with his characteristic uh, uh, long-tailed coat and with his... Uh, under drawers, and that's what he's wearing today, showing with his socks rolled down, has gone into his old gag with a few of his trainers and his seconds down there, and that's pantomime dice game. And as he rolls the dice and uh, uh, calls for the uh, lock of the corner, which he gets, uh, he uh, loses, and of course goes through the, the characteristic motions of the man who has lost what he wants to win. And now he has taken his long tail coat off, and he has a pair of purple tights, and a jersey that is half white and half black. Uh, he's made up to resemble a colored boxer, and I don't know whether he's going through a pantomime uh, or whether he's going to have an opponent. I guess it's going to be a little shadow boxing. He steps out to receive the applause uh, of the crowd. His seconds take him over to the corner, uh, one corner, and then the other, so that Al Shack is going to play both corners. And now there is the referee as he raises his hand, and uh, uh, Al Shack salams to him, and I think that this uh, will be a shadow boxing exhibition on the part of Al Shack. While Al is going through that Adamon down there. Now let me give you the batting averages of the outfielders in the American League squad. Demetrio of New York, 358. Averill of Cleveland, 348. Southwark of New York, 318. Radcliffe of Chicago, 375. Chapman of Washington, 285. And Gosselin of Detroit, 321. And boy, those sure are sound batting averages. The catchers are Dickey of New York, 362. Hemsley of St. Louis, 298. And Rick Farrell of Boston, 280. This cheering and laughter which you hear from the background uh, from the fans here for Al Jack who has just knocked himself down as he is doing a shadow boxing. There's the count on the part of the referee. He gets up at the count of four and as he gets up, he gets his own glove in the way, knocks himself out again and the water boy and all of the seconds rush in to see if they can revive Mr. Jack. Again to the batting averages of the American League is in the infielders, uh, Geringer of Detroit, 356, Appling of Chicago, 370, 
Gehrig of New York, 399. Jimmy Parts of Boston, 331. Higgins of Philadelphia, 285. And Corsetti of New York, 319. That laughter from the fans came as uh, Al Shack went to his corner and uh, supposedly knocked out. And instead of him being revived, he started to revive his trainer who assumed his place on the stool in the corner. Jack is now dizzying himself around down there as he is made up in black face, as I have told you. Half of his face is black and the other half has not had any makeup on it. And he is going through now a slow motion gag of his, which has always been particularly popular with the fans. Uh, the referee is also going through the slow motion and uh, with a slow motion smack to his chin, uh, he is uh, going through all of the... <laughs> All of the different punches that uh, uh, you see when you see a prize fight. He's right down in slow motion, and I think you get a little applause for, for this gesture as he knocks himself out in slow motion and idly uh, relaxes and responds. There's a big puddle of water right in his face, which takes his makeup off, and the fans are being treated to a lot of fun here before the ball game starts this afternoon. I see if we can pick up the applause from out there for our chat. Thank you very much, John. The uh, seconds are taking down the ring from up to third, the third baseline, and Jack now is posing for the various photographers after he has given his uh, comedy sketch to the fans who are here at the National League Field. There are still plenty of seats in the bleachers of Lexington Field, so that those who live around the territory where the game is being played, if they get out here, I think we'll have a chance to get some seats this afternoon. Don't you think so, Fred? It's be a great game to come out and watch, and it's a wonderful day for a ball game. Let me give you now the records of the pitchers in the uh, American League All-Star Sport. Lefty Grove of Boston won 10 and lost 3. Gomez of New York won 7 and lost 3. Marty Pearson of New York won 11 and lost 3. Schoolboy Row of Detroit won 7 and lost 4. Uh, Kennedy of Chicago won 9 and lost 4. Del Harder of Cleveland won 10 and lost 6. Now, there's the averages for the American League squad. Now, let's look over at the National League statistics. The outfielders, we have uh, Medwick of St. Louis, 329, Art of New York, 321, Berger of Boston, 268, Demarie of Chicago, 328, Moore of New York, 307, and Augie Galan of Chicago, 284. Uh, there are two catches on the National League squad, uh, Hartnett of Chicago and Lombardi of Cincinnati. Uh, Hartnett with uh, 308 average and Lombardi with 314. And the infield averages are the members of the squad. Thurman of Chicago, 316. Warren of Pittsburgh, 292. Sewer of Pittsburgh, 349. Collins of St. Louis, 329. Dewey Martin of St. Louis, 349. Mickey Whitney of Philadelphia, 277. Leo DeRosa of St. Louis, 301. And Riggs of Cincinnati, 251. And here is the average of the pitchers of the National League squad. The Virginia of St. Louis, 114 and lost four. That's against Lefty Grove, winning of 10 and losing of three games. Hubble of New York, 10 and 5. Mungo of Brooklyn, 8, 1, 8 and lost 10. Warnicky of Chicago, 1, 8, 1, 8 and uh, uh, lost 4. And Davis of Chicago, an even up with 7 and 7. And Fred has, has a note for me, uh, which I'd like you to put in, Fred. Will you do the right of the microphone there? Grove, Grove is one of 11 
Hickman lost three. He won Sunday's game. Okay, I could have told you, fans, that these statistics that I'm giving to you uh, come up to the holiday games, and Fred, of course, who is broadcasting the games every day here, always has the last-minute statistics so that that gives uh, Lefty another win. That was the one-to-nothing shutout, wasn't it, Fred, uh, over the athletics. And now the uh, umpires of the day, uh, Bill Stewart and Johnny Redden and Bill Summers and Louis Coles are down around home plate. And I think just in a few minutes they'll be discussing the ground rules uh, with the board of strategy of the American Leaguers as well as of the uh, National League squad. Yes, I think uh, there's Joe Cronin down there of the Red Sox and Arthur Fletcher of New York and Joe McCarthy, uh, the American League board of strategy. And uh, conferring with them, uh, Charlie Grimm and uh, the others who are... Uh, uh, managing along with him, Bill McKechnie of the Bees and Jimmy Wilson of Philadelphia. Uh, there are the batteries which are being announced now, and I'm going to ask Fred if he'll give you the starting lineup of the All-Star Game. You're off, Fred. All right, well, I understand you. Hello, I'm Fred Hoy speaking. We're about to broadcast the All-Star Game from the American League team. Here's the American League batting order. Batter number one is Luke Appling, the shortstop from the White Sox. Batter number two is Charlie Garinger, the second baseman from Detroit. Batter number three is Joe DiMaggio, playing right field from the New York Yankees. Batter number four is Luke Gehrig, first baseman from the New York Yankees. In center field, batting number five is Earl Averill, center fielder, from Cleveland. Then comes Rick Farrell, the catcher, from the Red Sox. Left field, Rip Radcliffe from the White Sox. And Frank Pinky Higgins, third baseman. And comes Lefty Grove, the pitcher. And in the National League, batter number one is Augie Galan from the Chicago Cops, center fielder. Batter number two is Billy Herman, second baseman from the Chicago Cops. Batter number three is Rip Collins, first baseman from the Cardinals. In left field is Joe Medley from the Cardinals. In right field, Frank Demery from the Chicago Cubs. Catcher, Gabby Hartner from the Chicago Cubs. Third baseman, Pinky Whitney from the Phillies. And shortstop, Leo DeRosa from the St. Louis Cardinals. And pitcher, Dizzy Dean from the Cards. Lefty Gold pitching for the American League team has won 11 games to all three. Dizzy Dean pitching for the National League team has won 14 and lost four. The uh, umpires are now in a huddle down there with the coaches and captains over the ground rules here. Since they've changed uh, this field around here, they've moved it 15 feet to the left here. Here the grandstand. They have to have a uh, very long discussion before every series on the new ground rules. The umpires of play will be being written, and we don't know just how those other umpires are going to work. The other umpires are Bill Summers, Bill Stewart, and Louis Cole. And three of those umpires come from uh, Massachusetts. Bill Stewart is from Milton, Massachusetts. Bill Summers is from Upton, Massachusetts. And uh, Dean Braden, born and raised in Taunton, Massachusetts. The first batter coming up for the American League will be Luke Appling. Luke is 25 years old, stands 5'10", and weighs 175. 
Last season, Luke batted 307. He's now batting 315. A lot of 375 fans. He's checking a Luke Garrick in the American League batting average. I'll bring this played in one all-star game. He went to bat four times, made one hit, and had an average of 250. Have another chance to see the sensational player Joe DiMaggio here from the Yankees. And uh, recently, Joe Cohen, manager of Red Sox, paid him a wonderful tribute. He said, Joe said, if I had a boy whom I wanted to teach the proper way to bat, I'd make him study DiMaggio at the plate. When I first broke into the Major League, several good batters gave me some very definite instructions. I can remember all the things they told me to do right now. And when I see DiMaggio up at bat, I can't help recall those instructions because he does everything just according to Hoyle. DiMaggio stands with his bat steady and ready. Takes only a short step, hits with a level swing. He delays his swing until he sees what type of kick is coming. He's inside pitches. He punches outside pitches to right field. He seems to be a batter without a weakness. He seldom strikes out. When you get him out, you consider yourself lucky. That's a wonderful tribute to that successful boy, Joe DiMaggio, from San Francisco, by his fellow talented Joe Corn, manager of the Boston Red Sox. Now, Brian Stewart, discussing the ground rules down there. There's Tommy Graham, Joe McCartney, Bill McCackney, Joe Corn. Leo DeRosa, everybody but Al Jack. They threw the photographers from the field. They've got a place up there at the top of the press box. And we're about to start this game. Grandstand is uh, well filled up. Some seats in the left field bleachers and also in first base. Tennessee was fairly well filled up. Ready to go. Just a minute. Here's Lyons. Thank you very much, Fred. Well, we seem to be getting into a little difficulty before we start our game down here. Uh, the umpires and the managers of both uh, clubs, uh, the All-Star clubs, have been in a long conference down here on the ground rules. And Fred, you check me if I'm incorrect in this, but I think that uh, uh, they have uh, gone through this conference just beyond home plate. And I think I probably overheard the umpire call for Judge Landis over there. Yes, I think that's right. Isn't that the commissioner who's coming up? And now the both uh, boards of strategy and the umpires are conferring with Judge Landis uh, just outside the dugout of the American Leaguers who are wearing the traveling uniform today. And uh, the conference, imagine, will be over uh, some point of the ground rule. This is the largest playing surface of any field in either league. And, of course, uh, uh, no ground rules are in effect because the crowd, uh, there's still plenty of room for the crowd here. And, uh, of course, before the game began, Bob Quinn was with Kyle Quinn putting this game over and Boston has given out the information uh, that only the capacity of 42,000 would be allowed. But there's still chance for a few thousand to get into the game. Uh, there's the judge who once again has stepped in uh, to the ground rules argument. And there goes the applause from the crowd as the judge goes back to his box beyond the dugout. And uh, the umpires go out to take their positions on the field. And the National League has take the field as they go out in the dugout. And here's Fred Hoy for a play-by-play -play description. Take it away, Fred. Here we are. And once more, 
I'll give you that batting order from Mark Lee. Halfway, shortstop, Derringer, second base, Camacho, right field, Geary, first base, Abel, center field, Rick Bell, catch, Radcliffe, left, Casey Higgins on third, and Grove is picking. And in the field for the National League, Luke Collins on first base, Billy Herman is on second, Leo DeRose is playing short, Pinky Whippy's on third, Joe Medrick is in left, Augie Galan in center, and Frank Demery is in right. Dizzy is out there now, warming up with Gabby Hyman, Luke Appling, step to the bat. And one four, Luke Appling is 25 years old, stands 5'10", weighs 175. Luke Appling was born in Philadelphia. He now makes his home in High Point, North Carolina. Last season, he batted 307. He's now batting 375. He's number second in the batting order. There's a call strike on Appling. Call strike on Luke Appling. Now, did he ready? Got his motion, and here's the pitch again. Another call strike. Two strikes on Appling. Boy, how that team is buzzing him in there. So, well, he's two strikes. Carringer is two strikes. 
great second baseman. I failed to mention just a moment ago. Frankie Frisch, Chicago manager with a great second baseman. Doing nothing. Two strikes on Garrett. Happening on first, nobody out. And a foul in the press box. <laughs> no hurt. <laughs> this press box certainly is jammed. We have writers from all over the country. Simon Rice over there, Bill Cunningham, Damon Runyon. Doing nothing. There's a pop fly. Down to DeRozier short. Bill takes it. Garriger pops out to DeRozier short. One man gone. And here comes that sensational Joe DiMaggio. From San Francisco. Joe is 21 years old, stands 6 feet tall, weighs 185. He was born in Martinez, Martinez, California, now lives in San Francisco. Batting 358 for the Yankees, last year was San Francisco, he batted 399, and there's a crowd of Ella Whitney, fourth play at second, and a double play at first. Joe DiMaggio hits into a double play, DiMaggio. Rounds to Whitney at third, Whitney goes to Billy Herman on second, forcing Appling. Then Herman gets that ball over to Collins at first base and doubles up the marshal. That no plane went around the horn, third to second to first. Lefty Grove gets a great hand as he steps to the mound for the American League team. I repeat that first inning. Batter number one is Luke Kaplan. He walks. Dolly Garrett, batter number two, pops out to DeRozier short. Then Joe DiMaggio hit it on double play. Whitney's the third baseman to Herman the second. Baseman forcing Upland. And Herman gets that ball over the first base and double up DiMaggio. Here comes Augie Galan, the center fielder. Batter number one for the Zanx. Augie is 23 years old, stands 5'11 and weighs 164. Last season, Augie batted 314, now batting 284. This is his first All-Star game. His home is in Berkeley, California. A little bit confusing here, fans. The players are using their regular numbers that they use for their home teams. We have four number fours on the American League team. Too high, ball one. <laughs> One nothing with Roy, the count on Galan, right hand batter. Augie Galan for the Chicago Cubs. Now let's start his motion. And here it comes. A call strike on Augie. One and one. One ball, one strike. One and one. Bill McKechnie, the Bees manager, coaching at third base for the Nationals, and Ty Trainer, Pittsburgh manager, coaching at first. Two, Augie swings. Two strikes, one ball, two and one on Galan. So in the last half of the first inning, it's been no score. Two and one. And here it comes. And he's called on a strike. Augie Galan, he's called on a strike. That brings up Billy Herman. Second base and right-hand batter for the Chicago Cubs. Billy is 26 years old, stands 5'11", weighs 185. Last season, Billy batted 341, fifth in the National League of batting, now batting 316. His home is in New Albany, Indiana. There's a fly to right field. 
to DiMaggio. Joe takes it. Herman flies out to DiMaggio in right field. Brings up Rip Collins, the first baseman. Rip is a switch batter. He's up there right-handed now against Southpaw Grove. Rip is 30 years old, stands 5'9 and a half, weighs 165. Last season, Rip batted 330. He's now batting 329. Collins was born in Elton, of Pennsylvania. He now lives in Rochester, New York. One ball. Here's the count. On Rip. Now, let's be shot to wind up. Here comes. High and wide. Ball two. Two and I think two men gone. Well, the last half of first. There's been no score in this game. Two and I think. Doing one. Two balls, one strike. Two and one. Rip Collins batting. Next batter is Joe Medrick. Following Joe is Frank Devers. <laughs> Two and one. Two all. Ball three. Three and one. Three balls, one strike. There comes. Foul. Over the loop. And the count is three and two. Three balls, two strikes. Lou Gehrig's on first base, the Americans. Charlie Gehrig is second. Luke Appling short. Dicky Higgins on third. Rip Ratcliffe in left. Earl Abel in center. Joe DiMaggio in right. The count is three and two. And here's the big one. He walks. Rip Collins hits the base on ball. That brings up Joe Medrick, the left fielder, right hand batter. Joe is 24 years old, stands 5'9, weighs 180. Last season, Joe batted 353, second on the National League in batting, second to Rocky Bourne, now batting 343. He's third to Buck Jordan, off the bees, and Dolph Camilli of the field. Medrick's home is in Carteret, New Jersey. Joe has been in two All-Star games. Been to bat five times in past games. Made one hit. Average of 200. There's a fly to deep center field. Abel backs up for it, and he's under it, and he takes it. Medrick flies out to Abel in deep center field. The final national out in the last half of first. These teams have played the first inning. There's been no score. Pitching for the Americans is Lefty Grove and for the National Dizzy D. The first batter for the Americans going into the first half. The second is Luke Gehrig. First baseman, left-hand batter from the New York Yankees. Brewer is 33 years old, stands 6 feet 1, weighs 205. Last season, Lou batted 329. He's now batting 389 to lead the American League in batting. Lou has been in three All-Star games and has failed to make a hit. His home is in New Rochelle, New York. Outside, ball one. One and a big one ball. Ball two. 
Bodies, the balls, no sights. Now to the way the pitch stepped off the mound. Two one nothing. Two high ball three. Three nothing on Gary. Following Gary is early room. Then comes Rick Farrell. Gary gets the base on balls. Gary walks. Benefila from Cleveland, now batting, Paulie Murray. Earl is 33 years old, stands 5'10 and a half, weighs 165. Last season, Earl batted 288, now batting 348. He's been in two all-star games, he's been about five times, and has made three hits, on average of 600. He was born in Homer, Washington. He now lives in Cleveland, stands a foul, back near the screen. Gabby Hartman goes back, Paulie Conrad, strikes the screen. One strike in April. Gary on first base, nobody else. We're in the first half, the second, and there's been no score. Now, is he ready? Too low, ball one. One and one. One ball, one strike. One and one. And a pop fly. Back of the Roger. Leo backs up for his under And he takes it. Abel flies out to the Roger short. One man gone. Rick Perrell. Red Star catcher batting. Right hand batter. Rick is 29 years old. Stands 5'11. Weighs 170. Last season, Rick batted 301. Now batting 297. Then the one all-star game, then about three times and failed to make a hit. Born in Durham County, North Carolina, now lives in Guilford, North Carolina. Ball strike on Wentz. Buried on first base, one man gone. Ball strike. Strike two. Two strikes on Wentz, though. Too high, ball one. Two strikes, one ball. Two and one. Two strikes, one ball. And Rick Farrell is calling on strike. Three call strikes on Rick Farrell. That brings up Ray. Rip, that's Rip. Left fielder from the Chicago White Sox. Left hand batter. Rip is 29 years old, stands 5'10, weighs 175. Last season, Rip batted 286, he's now batting 375. It's his first All Star game. He was born in Kiowa, Oklahoma. He now lives in Pittsburgh, Oklahoma. And he has a foul ball. One strike. Strike on right, Cliff. Gary on first base, two men gone. Now, City Dean is ready. One strike on left. He goes over to Cliff, and they get Mr. Garrick napping off that bag. City Dean whips that ball over to Collins, and they get Garrick napping off first base. City Dean, two Collins, they get Garrick off first. 
He finally worked it out in the first half of the second. Well, we're going to last half of the second inning. There's been no score in this whole star game. Sitting for the Americans is Lexi Gold and for the Nationals, Dizzy Dean. the champions record for the world here in the press box today, sending Dean and London's baseball story. Name is Teddy McElroy. Good to have all the champion writers here. Look around. Well, here we go. Well, that's half a second. The first batter is Frank Emery. Frank Emery, right feet of the right-hand batter. Frank is 25 years old, stands 5 to 11 and a half, weighs 185. Last season, Frank batted 325, now batting 328. Born in Woodland, California, now lives in Los Angeles. Ball strike on Frank. One another one strike. There's a first hit of the game, a single to left, right between, right between Hapling and Higgins. Demery, single to left, goes the national second. Good shot hit. That brings up Gabby Hartnett, catcher, right-hand batter. 35 years old, stands 6 feet 1, weighs 215. Gabby was born on one target. This is his early days in Millville, now lives in Chicago. Gabby's batting 308. Last season he batted 344. He was third in National League batting last season. Third to Archie Vaughn and Joe Metric. Gabby's third all-star game. Failed to make a hit. The count is one ball on Hartness. Two high and wide, ball two. Two and nothing. Demery on first base. Nobody out. Ball three. Three and nothing. Next batter is Pinky Whitney, followed by Leo DeRosa. Three balls, no strikes to count on. Hartman. Ball strike, three and one. Three balls, one strike. Three and one. Now Grove is ready. There's a line drive to right, and Demar, oh, it goes through DeMarcio, it goes the fence, here comes Demery scoring, here goes Gabby, to third base, and he's in there, let's see, that's a three-bagger for Gabby Harder, a terrific drive, out there to Joe DeMarcio, Joe came tearing in for it, and the ball gets by him, and what's the defense, 404 feet, Corey triple, and the first one of the game. Emery scores from first base on the triple. Scores down national one, American nothing. Out of the sweet drive. Go out there, didn't lay that ball any too safe. Now we have Pinky with me. Third base, the right-hand batter up. There's a fly to deep center. Abel backs up for it. Near the fence, he takes it. 
And here comes Gabby scoring after the catch. Whitney fires out Weaver deep center field. And after the catch, Hardness scores to third base with a second run for the Nationals. That brings up Leo DeRozier. Touchdown, right-hand batter. Leo said he is old, stands 5'10", weighs 160. Foul, straight. Last season, Leo batted 265. He's now batting 301. Leo was born in Woods, Springfield, Massachusetts. He now makes his home in Cincinnati. One they one strike. Ball one, one and one. Don't often see that Joe DiMaggio play a ball like that. There's a single to center field by Leo. DeRozier single to center field. And Abel lets the ball go through him. He recovers. And Leo tries to take second base. And it's thrown out. Abel to Affleck. DeRozier single to center field, and when the ball got rolled between Abel's legs, rolled away from about 10 feet, Leo tried to go to second base, and was thrown out. Abel to Appling the shortstop, and Abel to second base. Did he see him, Abby? Pitcher, right-hand batter. Did he 25 years old, stands 6 feet 3 and 3 quarters, weighed 189. Did he was born in Holdenville? Oklahoma, he now lives in Bradenton, Florida. Right? Right, too, he brings two strikes on, does he? No, nothing, two strikes. Two, anything. And Dean strikes out. I'm going to repeat that inning again. Demery, batter number one, single to the left. Gabby Hartnett, tripled by DiMaggio, out there in right field, scoring Demery for first base. Then Vicky Whitney, right after Abel, deep center field, and after the catch, Hartnett scores for third base. Then DeRozier, single to center field, and when Abel let the ball go through his legs and rolled away about 10 feet, Leo tried to go to second base, and was thrown out, Abel to Appling the shortstop. And Vicky Dean, stuck out. Well, turn you over to the line of travel, now here, Alain. Thank you very much, Fred. That was certainly a swell inning to watch, fans, when Demarain single with the first hit of the game. And that was a line drive to right by Gabby Hartnett. It was a terrific drive which went through the Maggio, as Fred told you. And it was scored as a triple for Hartnett. And then on that long fly, Earl Averill had to go out to the almost the 407-foot marker out in center field in order to get the long fly which followed uh, for the scoring of Gabby Hartnett from third base. And here's Fred Coy now to give you the play-by-play. Here's the right flip up. Going the first half of the third, with his score, Axel 2, American nothing. And there's a foul. Strike, 1-1. Right foot was up that in the second inning when Luke Garrett was caught napping off first base. 1-1. One one. Foul to the screen, strike 2. Two strikes, one ball. Go in one. Two strikes, one ball. Right foot batting. And here's the pitch. 
Hello, boss. Doing you? Doing too? Yeah, they're going right back to Dean and Dizzy. Throws him out of first base. Dean, the pitcher, throws out last, but the first, that brings up Frank Sinky. Sinky Higgins, the third base. All the athletics. Higgins up. Sinky's 27 years old, stands 6 feet tall, weighs 180. Last season, Sinky got a 296. He's now batting 285. He was born in Red Oak, Texas. He now lives in Dallas, Texas. All strike, one and one on Higgins. One and one. Strike two, he swings. Two strikes, one ball. Two and one. Two low, ball two. Two and two. Two and two. Higgins. Well, are the pitchers are now warming up? And left field, there's Jimmy Wilson warming up. Kyle Hubble and in right field, Jack Shirley is warming up schoolboy role. There's a high foul going over in the grandstand. Rip Collins can't reach it. Eight out and two balls, two strikes. On Higgins. Gone when the first half of third. Here it comes. And Piggy strikes out. Foul tip caught by Gabby Hartman. Higgins strikes out. That brings up Lefty Gold, the picture. Lefty's a red hot favorite here in Boston. Pictures of the Red Sox. Lefty is 36 years old, stands six feet two and one half, weighs 175. Last season, Lefty won 20 games and lost 12. So far, he's won 11 and lost 3. His home is in Lana Coning, Maryland. One strike on Lefty. How did he start his wind-up? Here it comes. Outside, ball one. One and one on close. One ball and one strike. Dizzy just served a slow ball. Just floated over the... Rather a little too close and float over the plate. Ball two. Go and one. Two balls, one strike. Foul. Strike two. Two and two on lefty. Two balls, two strikes. Did he start the most again? And here it comes. Strikes him out. Lefty goal. Strikes out. He scored at the end of the first half for third inning. It's Nationals 2, Americans nothing. Pitching for the Nationals, Diddy Dean, Paul American, Lefty goal. Diddy Dean has fanned three men in three innings. The first batter for the Nationals going to first, uh, the last half of third is Augie Galan, the leadoff man. 
This broadcast is coming to you through WGN Tribune Square, Chicago. National score two into the second when Hartnett tripled after Demery at single. Scored Demery. And Whitney's long fly to East center field gave Hartnett a chance to score after catch. Run number two. Here's Augie Galan coming up. And we're going to the last half to third. Well, Lefty starts his wind-up. Here it comes. Too high. Ball one. There's a fly to Abel in center field. Earl takes it to retire, Augie. Galan flies out to Abel in center field. One man gone. Billy Herman batting. They will fly it out. To the Marshall right field, first time up. Right hand batter. Here's the pitch coming. Foul over the loop, one strike on Herman. One another with strike. One man gone, the last and third. For Nashville, two Americans, nothing. Nice running catch. Nice running catch by this Ratcliffe over near the foul line in left. 
Medley flies out to Redcliffe in left. Third 20 running catch by Rip. I'm going to turn you over to Landis Travis. Here you are, Landis. Just for a second, Bob, we'll take time out, fans, for safe identifications. We're broadcasting this all-star game between the National All-Stars and the American League All-Stars. Direct from National League Field in Boston. And the score at the end of the third inning is National Leaguers 2 and American Leaguers nothing. This is the Yankee Network and the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGM Good News Square, Chicago. Now from Kubala from the New York Giants is now pitching for the match. And the first part of the same call will be the leadoff man, Luke Hadley. Hadley walked the first time up. But right in the first half, the fourth inning was four and eight with two Americans nothing. Now starts his motion. Here it comes. A ball strike on Luke. One other good strike. There's a foul out there in right field. Foul ground. Over goes Henry Ford. He makes a nice running catch of that. I didn't think it's trying to reach that ball. Nice running catch, that foul ball by Frank Demery, the right fielder. Appling, fouled out to Demery, the right fielder. One man gone, Charlie Garrett's about it. Charlie popped out to DeRozier's short first time up. Now Carl starts in motion. There's a clean hit to right field by Garinger. Charlie Garinger lines a single to right. Joe DiMaggio about it. Joe hit a little double play the first time up. By the, by the way, fans, the three innings that Dizzy Dean worked, he allowed no hits, and two men reached first base. Two walks, one to Appling in the first, one to Gary in the second. Two men reach first base on Diddy Dean. All strike on the Maggio. One another, one strike. Garrett on first base and one out. Foul. Strike two, two strikes on Joe. Two another, two strikes. Two men are gone. 
Two carries, Bobby. Blue walks the first time up. Americans have a man on first base. Two out. That is Lou Gehrig. And there's a ball gets away from Honda. I don't know where they're going to score that. Pass ball. Or a wild pitch. That's a pass ball. Dodge to Gabby Hyman. Geringer goes to second. On a pass ball. Ball got away from Gabby Hyman. Rolled about 10 feet away from the plate. Geringer going to second. On a pass ball. One ball to count on Gehrig. And the grounder. Nice shot by Collins. Hubble covered first. He takes the through, and the runner is retired. Gehrig sends the grounder down to the right to Rip Collins. The first two to Rip played a nice job of that ball. He knocked it down, picked it up, threw to Hubble, who covered first base, and Gehrig was retired. Mark Kennedy, first half of the fourth inning. Here's Nashville, two American stuffing. Looking for the Nashville down with Kyle Hubble and Paul Marker. In comes Fulmore Rowe from Detroit. Fulmore Rowe now in the pitch for the Americans. Big right hander. Rowe is 24 years old, stands 6 feet 4 and 1 half, weighs 210. Last season, schoolboy won 19 games and lost 13, and so far he's won 7 and lost 4. The first man of the face rule is Frank Emery, who started that national rally in the second with a single to left. Frank Emery from the struggles up, right-hand battle. Well, here we go, the last half of the fourth inning. The national scored two in the second. Emery single, hard and triple, and with his up to... Right away, go for the two runs. Here's the first coming to Frank. And a foul ball over the American dugout. This foul goes down. Gary comes up. Gary! Gary makes the foot out. They nearly collided that time. Right in front of the American dugout. Emery fouls out to Gary, the first base. One man gone. Gabby Hartman, buddy. Gabby drove a hard triple to right. First time up and drove in the first run and lead the sport himself. Run number two. Here's the first pitch coming to Gabby. And there's the corner down to Epping is short. He fumbles, recovers, and throws out Gabby at first base. Epping is short, throws out Hotness at first. He'll fumble that ball for a moment. Made a very fast recovery. And he got Gabby at first base. Two men gone. Now we have Pinky Whitney in third base. Buddy. Whitney flied out to Avril in deep center field. The first time up. And gave Hart of the Jets off third base after catch. Ball strike on Pink. One another one strike. Ball one. One and one. One ball and one strike. One and one. 
Down on Whitney, two balls, one strike. Oh, 
Strike and able.
Hot strike. And a foul outside of third. Thank you. Both third basemen carry the nickname Pinky. Both come from Philadelphia and both live in Texas. Pinky Whitney in San Antonio and Pinky Higgins in Dallas. Follow the backstop. He'll do strength on Higgins. Right up on first base and two out. Higgins is called out on strike. Pinky Higgins is called out on strike. Second time Pinky is fanned. Ball at the end of the first half of fifth inning of National 2 American Nothing. Pitching for the National Town is Kyle Hubble and for the American Schoolboy Roll. The first batter for the National going to last half of fifth inning is Kyle Hubble. Pitching. National scored two in the second. Demery opened that second with a single and scored on Hardin's triple. And Hardin scored on Whitney's outfield fly to table and center. Here's Carl Hubble coming up. Carl is 32 years old, stands six feet tall, weighs 170. Last season, Hubble won 23 games and lost 12. So far, he's won 10 and lost 5 this season. He was born in Carthage, Missouri, and he now lives in Mika, Oklahoma. Well, here we go. Last half of it. Bill Summers, the American League, is now umpiring at the plate. Bill Stewart is umpiring. At first, at second, Louis Coles, and at third, Dean Grid for the National League. And they pop fly down to Garinger's second base. Charlie takes it, Hubble. Up top to Garinger, the second base. One man's on. Augie Galen coming up. Augie called on strike the first time up. The second time up, he flies out to center field.
why we hesitated for a moment. See what these umpires are going to call that. Now the, the managers are all surrounding teams with me. And uh, Ed Bill will take me down here. And Joe Cullen, Joe McCarty, and they're arguing with Steve Wynn. That ball hit that flag ball first in the middle and bounced it into the into the breach's foul. But it's stuck on third ground and is a home run. So home run for Hoggy Glenn. That brings up Billy Harmon. Now Nash is free, American traffic. That's the first time I've ever seen that ball hit like that here in Boston. So they hit him, Danny. Two balls, ball one. First time up, Billy slide out to right. Second time up, German walk.
two walks. Rip Collins walks for the second time in this ball game. That brings up Joe Medwick. Joe flied out to Wave on center field. First time up. Second time up. He was on to the hit by Rip Blackwood and left when Rip went over to the foul line and made a very pretty running catch. Medwick up with Collins on first, Herman on second, and one out. Nationals in this fifth, home run by Galan. All strike on Joe. One other one strike. One another one strike. Two strikes on Joe. Joe, I think two strikes. Nice old Collins on first, Herman on second. One out. Now, oh, waiting for Roll to pitch. A count is two strikes on the batter, Joe Medley. Ball 
Finally, one ball. Ball strike, boy, one on goal. One ball, one strike. Walk, 
Joe Medrick single to left, scored Thurman with the Nationals' fourth run. Here's Gabby Hutton coming to bat. Gabby triple the first time up. Second time up, he grounded out. Playing left field for the American Town, Booth Garland from Detroit. Call strike. Call strike on Hartnett. One other one strike. Outside and low, ball one. One and one on Hartness, one ball and one strike. One and one. There they go to, down to Appling is short. Look, throws the first, and he gets Gabby. Appling is short, throws out Hartness at first. One man gone, the last of six. Dickey Whitney batting. Whitney flied out the first time up. The run scoring out to catch center field. The second time up, Pinky single to center field. Right hand batter. He lays a barnacle foul. One strike on Pinky. One nothing, one strike. One strike on Whitney. There it comes. Foul the screen. Strike two. Two strikes on Whitney. Two other things to strike. Here's the pitch coming. Too high and close. Ball one. Two strikes, one ball. One ball. Two high and close. Ball two. Two and two on Whitney. Two balls, two strikes. Two and two. And Pinky is called out on strike. Whitney is called out on strike. Two men are gone. Leo Drew is about it. Leo single is in the field the first time up. Second time up, Leo fans. Look on. Power screen. One strike on Leo. Two, two and one, two 
time. Two balls, one strike. There's a high foul. Lou Gary comes in for it. And Lou takes the foot out. Hits him down in fairground. DeRosa pops out to Gary. The first baseman. The final national out in the last half of the sixth. Score at the end of the sixth inning is National 4. Americans nothing. 50 for the National. Carl Hubble and 40 American schoolboy though. Time for station identification plans. We're broadcasting direct from the National League field in Boston. This is the Yankee Network and the Mutual Broadcasting System. This is WGN Tribune Square, Chicago. And here's Fred Hoy. Chris Davis. Chicago Cubs is now pitching for the next. Right-hander, Chris Davis. Chris is 29 years old, stands 6 feet 3, weighs 185. Last season with the Bills, he pitched in 44 games. He won 16 and lost 14. So far this season with the Bills and Cubs, he's won 7 and lost 7. This is his first All-Star game. David was born in Greenfield, Missouri, and now lives in Azusa, California. <laughs> All strike on the batter, Lou Gehrig. Lou walked the first time up, second time up he got it out. Outside, ball one. American uh, League All-Stars have made just two hits. Off the last lead pitch. They got both those off Hubble. And a long fly. That may be a home run. That may be a home run. In right seat. It is a home run. Home run by Luke A tremendous flight. Out there about 430 feet in what we call here in Boston the jury box speeches. Out by the scoreboard in right field. A terrific clout by Luke Ball one. 
Davis, right-hander for the Cubs, now pitching for the Nationals. Back to Davis and Kurt throws him out of first base. Davis, the pitcher, throws out Dickey at first. That brings up Goose Garland, left fielder, left hand batter. The Goose is 34 years old, stands 511, weighs 185. Last season, he batted 292, he's now batting 321. His home is in Salem, New Jersey. Hello, ball one. One, I think, one ball. Ball strike. That home run, by the way, made by Lou Gehrig, was his first hit in his fourth All-Star game. Home run. Ball two. Out on Garvin, two balls, one strike. Two and one. Two low. Ball three. Three and one. Three and one. Three balls, one strike. Now, it comes a call strike on the goose. Three and two. Three balls and two strikes. Three and two. And there's a going with right to Harlan. Billy knocks it down. He can't handle it. Let's see what they're scoring at. That looks very much like a hit. That's the base hit. Mark Osman. Ground ball to the right of Billy Herman, the second baseman. Billy went over, knocked down with his gloved hand, but he couldn't handle the ball. And the batter, Carson, is credited with a hit. That's the base hit for the Goose. Jimmy Fox is coming to bat for Pinky Higgins. Jimmy Fox of the Red Sox is coming to bat for Pinky Higgins. Jimmy is 27 years old, stands 5'11", weighs 185. Last season of the age, the athletic Jimmy batted 346. He's now batting 331, and he's hit 22 home runs so far this season. To lead the field in home runs. He's been in two all-star games. He's been about eight times in all-star games. He's made four hits for an average of 500. He was born in... Dalvisville, Maryland, now lives in Jenkintown, Pennsylvania. Old strike on Jimmy, right hand batter. One other thing, one strike. Outside. Ball one. One and one. There's a high foul over by the stand. Hybrid goes over for it. Rip Collins goes over. It lands on the top of the American league dugout and bounds into the grandstand. Wouldn't be the account on Jimmy Fox. He is two strikes and one ball. Both starting on first base and two men gone. 
over. In the first half, the seventh inning, and the score is Nationals four, Americans one. Two and one, two strikes, one ball. Final of the screen. Two and one, two strikes, one ball. Demery and right. 
And a third time up in the sixth inning, Hamlin right out to center field. He's up there now, the base is loaded, and two out. Delco's on first, Fox on second, and Goswell on third. Now Kurt Davis starts his motion, and here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. One another good ball. Ball strike. One and one on loop, one ball and one strike.
Bell continues to warm up for the Nationals. The bullpen in left field. Oh, Gabby Hartness is just down into a huddle with Lon Warnicke. Well, this isn't the first time the guarantee has faced Warnicke. Faced him last fall, the World Series. Second and two outs. One ball. Two close. Ball two. Two and nothing on Carringer. Americans have made four hits in this big seventh. Four three runs. Two and nothing. Two balls and no strikes. Ron is 27 years old, stands 6 feet, 1 and 1 half, weighs 180. 
Last season, Ron pitched in 42 games. He won 20 and lost 13. So far this season, he's won eight and lost four. This is his first All-Star game. Wanakee Holmes in Mount Ida, Arkansas. Goes hard on the goose. Takes it. Collins flies out to Godwin in left field. 
The final national out in the last half of the seven. Final score at the end of the seventh inning is National 4, American 3. Pitching for the Americans now is Mel Harder and for the Nationals, Lauren Wernicke. Second time up, ground out, and the third time up, hit that tremendous home run smash in the right field beaches. That is, beaches by the scoreboard we call the jury box beaches here in Boston. That home run carried about 430 feet. Two and a 
Back with motion. Here it comes, the big one. Outside, he walks. Roslin gets the base on ball. And brings up Jimmy Fox. Jimmy Fox comes to bat with men on first and third and two out. Jimmy Single is the last timer. Basel on first, Gehrig on third, two out, waiting for Wallachie now to get on that rubber, now on his wedding, here it comes, oh, strike, one strike on Jimmy Fox. Why are they on strike? Louisiana, he now lives in New Orleans. 
strike on Mel. Mel has that very peculiar stance to bat. He cocked his right leg as, it, as the pitch comes up. One strike. Two low. Ball one. One and one on Mel. One ball and one strike. Well, two, two and one, two balls, one strike. Dark was too low. Two and one, two balls and one strike. Two close. Ball three, three and one on now. Three balls, one strike. One man gone, we're in the last half of the inning. Four nationals, four American three. Ball strike on Mel, and the count is now three balls, two strikes. Three and two. Three and two. There's the guard, it's a hit. To the right of that wing, into left, that's a base hit. Now left, starting for Demery, singles to Appling's right, into left field. Gabby Hawkins batting. Gabby triple the first time up. The other two times at bat. Gabby was well, going out of first base. Too high. Ball one. Now on on first base. One out. One other one ball. Swing, one run, one ball and one strike. One and one, one ball and one strike. One and one. Waiting for how to pitch now. Two balls, one strike. Down and high. Two and one. And there's a line drive right behind the bathroom. And on hand, Hunt will back the first two. For that being doubled up. Hunt lands out the wrestling is short. Cincinnati's dead baseman is going to bat for Pinky Whitney. Blue Ridge, all right, Meanwhile, let's be Gomez. Uh, the Yankee South Bar is warming up the Americans for both men and right. Blue Ridge is 26 years old, stands 5'11", weighs 178. Last season, he batted 278, now batting 261. His home is in Meebane, North Carolina. Left hand batter. Right, little table this break. Wow, right? One 
Charlie, what's going on? Blue Ridge, Al is on first base, two men are gone. Too high, ball one. Now, 
Warnicky starts his motion. Here it comes. A ball strike, three and two. Three balls, two strikes on point. Three and two. And a foul tip dropped by Gabby Hyman. Gabby couldn't hold that one. And Planky cross that he gets the line. Out on Plank is three and two. Three and two. Three balls to strike. Balotelli strikes out. Balotelli batting for Harder strikes out. One man gone in the first tonight. Luke Gaffling batting. There's the grounder. Car Herman a second. Billy throws the first and gets loose. Herman a second throws out Appling at first. Two minutes on the first half of the ninth inning. Johnny Garrett is batting. Johnny Garrett has made one single and he's dropped twice. Yellow time up. Gary slide out.
managing the club, the manager of the winning club this afternoon in Charlie, I want you to say a word to the radio audience. Oh, radio audience, and great ball came and very really happy over our victory. All the boys hustled, and a great gang, and believe me, they're a happy bunch too. That's a 12 game match, Dizzy Dean. Here's Dizzy Dean here, who wants to say a word, sir. Hi, everybody, I'm glad to be here, and glad that the match make one, and I'm thankful from uh, now on the match make will go places on the all-star game. Thanks. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. And here is Brooks Collins. Well, boys, listen, I'm a little excited right now. I don't know just what's favorite. I'm glad to be one. Charlie Grimm on here. Here's Joe McCarty, the manager of the Americans. Folks, it was a great game. Sorry to lose, but uh, I want to congratulate Charlie Grimm and the National League. It was a wonderful game and a great day and a wonderful crowd. Thank you very much. And I want the governor of the Commonwealth to stand here to say just a word. Governor Charlie of Massachusetts. One of the largest crowds you've ever had in the history of baseball in Boston and one of the best games ever played. Thank you very much. The boys have had their way all back to the dressing room. We've got set. We had first down to the head, Charlie uh, Grimm, who said his first word after winning this afternoon. And uh, also, we were followed immediately by uh, Joe McCarty, the manager of the American Leaguers in the All-Star Game, and then His Excellency, the governor of Massachusetts. And uh, all of these fields have been cleared now, the players who have quickly made their way back to their dressing room. I want to turn the microphone back now to Fred Hoy, who will give you the run, hits the run, hits the merit. Here are, Fred. Here you are, Fred. Very close. Four runs. Eight hits, no errors, Americans, three runs, seven hits, and one error. This is Fred Hoyt for you. Goodbye, everybody. This is the Yankee Network and the YouTube Broadcasting System. This is...